maybe we're being called to reevaluate in this season of our life too. Like maybe we should be looking at where that intersection of like the joy and the suffering is and thinking about where we want all of this to balance, like how we want to feel at the end of the day and not necessarily what the outcome is, but like the actual feeling itself. Welcome to Cowgirls Over Coffee, where we encourage and equip women to embrace the process and practice of tackling daily demands, actually executing on our plans, and taking action on the most audacious goals that we can come up with without sacrificing our peace and staying rooted in our purpose. These are conversations for doers, for those of us who refuse to settle for less than we absolutely know we are capable of achieving. For women who are cultivating thriving homes and businesses side by side. I'm your host, Thea Larson. Grab a coffee and sit down. We have so much to talk about. Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest here. I really don't know, as we're starting out, what this podcast <laughs> is going to sound like. So I'm going to just quickly give you a little background before we go into this conversation. Welcome to Cowgirls Over Coffee. I'm Thea. I'm here back again with Meg. Yo, yo. (laughs) We are, I want to give you a little glimpse into the podcast situation is like you record your three podcasts that you launch with, and then you have a two week lead time about for every subsequent one, right? So those three drop and then like you need to get right on the ball recording the other ones. So I really want to have these conversations. I don't want to have a bunch of solo episodes where it's like, hey, I'm Thea and I'm going to talk to you about all the things. I want to have these conversations because I think there is so much more value in conversations between two people or three people or four people. If we can get like four or five people on one of these and just see how that goes, that sounds exciting to me. So here's the problem though. So Meg and I, were going to do another, another episode, which we have planned in advance. And we wanted to talk about one of the core principles behind like the cowgirls over coffee methodology, if you will, which is doing more of what matters because I feel like that is something that requires a deeper explanation. And we wanted to talk about that. So we had this plan, but like, as we are recording this, probably when you're listening to this, Meg will not be pregnant anymore. Right. (laughs) I better not be. (laughs) Because we were trying to get it in yesterday and like, it didn't work out. And then we're trying to like squeeze it in today. She's being generous. I was having contractions and touched out by my four-year-old. And yeah, I was over it. I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Can we punt? And I not only did I do that once to her yesterday, I did it twice to her yesterday. But we made it. We're here. We're talking. We made it here tonight. And well, here's the funny thing. So I was like, it's right before Thanksgiving. I was like just pinch hitting all the things that I had to do today. And I will tell you, it's been a bear of a day on my end today. And like, the kids were bananas. It was bananas in the car. I had to like get to North Platte, which is the closest place I have to like buy quote unquote real groceries because Thanksgiving's coming up. I didn't have my list ready because of all the things like I have completely dropped the ball on all the things I know I should be doing. And I was, it was just like, everything was just resistance, resistance, resistance all dang day. I come in trying to get on the, this call. So Meg and I can record this podcast. And we get online and the minute like I'm talking to Meg, it's just waterworks. (laughs) Like I just can't even hold them back. And I'm like, I don't even know if I can talk. I don't even know if we can have a conversation 
because I'm so stressed out. I'm, like it has just been a day. It has been a day. So we had a little one-on-one and then we were like, okay, so do we just not even, do we just try to pick another day? Like Meg's like holding space for me. Like, Hey, we can do this podcast some other time. And then we like mutually decided, let's just see. We talked a little bit about the things that were going on. We're like, well, let's just take this conversation and record it. So this is like the real, real. That's the real, real. (laughs) This is Meg and Thea sitting down at the table pouring out some heart to heart. Who knows what's going to come out here in the next 15 minutes. So Meg, talk a little, like you kind of brought up like, cause I was like, what can we talk about? That is not going to sound like we're just complaining, right? Cause that's not helping anybody when you're just, you, you should just complain to your bestie. You don't need to bring that out to the world. Like, right. <laughs> but yeah. you, you were like saying how there's this juxtaposition. And I think we've talked about this at length before I know inside some conversations inside the cowgirls over coffee membership, but like this juxtaposition and this duality and this like two states happening at once of things being super hard, but like also there is good and there's moments of joy and there's moments of fulfillment, but like, it's not even honestly, most of the time it's not even a pendulum swinging back and forth. Like those things are like overlaid on top of each other. Totally. Well, I think the the conversation started between you and me when before we hit record, and, and that we were like, okay, is it fair to talk about the things that ma- like make doing more of what matters when you've had a really terrible day? Yeah, it's like wow, you feel kind of uh, imposter syndrome is not the right word, but you're just like wow, this is maybe not super validating. Like I'm not in a really good space to have this conversation. Also, like what do I even know about this? I'm going to just stop right now. Thea, you're not allowed to respond because Thea and I actually do know a lot about this. We've worked really hard to understand and to craft that part of our life. So TBD that like we will have that conversation at some point. But as we're like having this conversation, I'm like, you know what? I think it's so easy as a human. And I think especially as a woman, like you want to compartmentalize. And I think there's, there's also this like weird dichotomy that exists in the world where it's like, you've got like your Instagram filter life, where uh, you see like all the pretty packages, and everything's perfect, and the perfect family and the perfect functions, and things are just easy all the time. And, you know, rah, 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 rainbows and unicorns. And I reject that, because <laughs> I, I don't experience that in my life, frankly, nor would I really want that. That's even fair to say. And but then there's also this other aspect that's like, motherhood sucks no matter what. Like it's going to be the rawest, roughest years of your life. You're going to have terrible days. And there's this like, like this microscopic lens on the suffering. And I reject that too, because even in like the most awful moments, like there's still joy. And so anyway, I think as women in particular, we tend to really compartmentalize and then do like a comparison right across that. So I was telling Thea, I and we have to drop this in the show notes or something. I need to look up what the book is. But I read this book like several years ago. It's uh, like the gifts of sensitive people or something like that. I'll get you the exact title. But I would argue women in particular, were sensitive people. That's like part of what our gift is. And so it's like this idea that actually, as sensitive people, we're like very tuned in. And oftentimes, we end up suffering more or feeling more alone because we think we're the only ones that are experiencing the suffering, the big feelings um, at any given point in time. When in fact, like 
actually every single human at every point in time is experiencing some form of suffering. But not only are they experiencing some form of suffering, they're also experiencing some form of joy. And so it's like those two things, actually, those two feelings coexist at the same time at all times. And so it's like Thea and I were just chatting about that. We were like doing the bestie like bomb drops, you know, like this, this, and this <laughs> happened today. And it's like, okay, hold space for each other. Like it's been, it's been, it's been a ride the last 24 hours or whatever, you know, whatever. 30 minutes. <laughs> years <laughs> um <laughs> but then we started we, then we're like oh yeah but then this happened and that and uh it's just like so interesting how those two things can overlap so I guess that's like where we can maybe start the conversation just like because you guys weren't privy to the the off-air convo <laughs> we're bringing you to the table catching you up I'm not gonna say you didn't miss anything but like it was not pro- like there's no productive thing that came out of that conversation except for I feel better because and Meg feels better. <laughs> yeah, we just were like, Wah! it was like all this stuff. No. And I love that. Also, one of my biggest pet peeves are these memes that are meant to be helpful. Like Instagram's mm. not real life, which really bugs me because, and I will admit to being a little bit naive about this because I never thought about the people who like literally just take the picture for Instagram. That's like, I didn't realize that really exists. And I tend to be a little bit, I was like, well, nobody does that. Like literally just takes a picture like in front of a fake Lamborghini or like takes a picture um, doing something that they only did for like 33 seconds. So they like, I always say did it for the gram, like jokingly, but I didn't realize people actually do that. Like, and I know that's completely naive on my part. Cause you're I, I, it's because you're Bambi. I will, I, know, I will fully admit that. I only recently realized that there are people in the world that I like fully do not understand. Like I would think like these are inventions of people, like characters that have been made to like prove a point or something, but they don't actually exist. And like there are people that are so far away from who I am, like as a person that I like straight up cannot understand. I read a book and it was like, I was like, I can't understand that. Like people are really in like that's bananas to me. So coming back to like, I want us like, I believe there are those beautiful moments, like there are beautiful, wonderful moments and we find those in our lives, but like, we can't say Instagram's not real life because it is real life. Like you're not getting out there and like, we didn't just get on the podcast and like, we didn't hit record while I was like in tears. Like I can't, I don't know what's going on. I'm not equipped. I feel inauthentic because how can I be like, how can I be sharing these systems? And it's so funny because I talk about these systems a lot because I'm not good at them, right? Like this is something I've had to implement. Like I don't like to plan. I Like Meg, you said like we've done the work. Like we have done so much like self work. That's one of like my core principles is like always look back at yourself. And I know you're there too. Like totally. Yeah. What do I need? What's triggered? Like doing that self-study is so incredibly beneficial. And what I've learned from that, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but to bring it back to that juxtaposition feeling is like, when we say these two, these two states exist simultaneously, the joy and the pain and the struggle exist simultaneously. And nothing brought that to light for me more than motherhood. You're overwhelmed, you're overstimulated, but you love your kids so stinking much. Like, 
you love, like, I love the work we do. I love my business and my job. I love what I do, but it's hard and it does put pressure on me. You know, plus we're getting groceries and planning the things and doing the dentist and all that kind of stuff. So I guess bringing it back to the comparison thing, like one of the things that I was, I've been thinking about for a while is like, I like to compare my days, like compare and contrast, like what's different and what's the same just Mm -hmm. so that I can navigate those emotions a little better. And like what you said about compartmentalizing, I wish if we could compartmentalize, if we could truly effectively compartmentalize these things, oh my, do you know how much easier everything would be? Oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) well, like not even a single, if we could feel a similar classification of emotion at one time, instead of this spectrum of things at all times, gosh, it would be so much easier to navigate your days. It would be so much easier to make decisions. It would be so much easier to know you're on the right path and not question yourself and not have doubt. But like the hard days are hard. It's hard, but it's not bad. Yeah. Like life is hard, but it's not a bad life. Like there are people who have a bad life. I do not have a bad life. I have some really hard days. I have some really hard seasons. I have some really hard just challenges and journeys in my life. That's part of my path. That's part of probably my purpose, essentially, in the long run. Totally. Dang, it is hard. And I don't like it. And I some days don't want to do it. So that's why I came crying to Meg. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So I think we're on to something here about like why this conversation needed to happen before (laughs) we talk about the methodologies for And I think it's because in order to do more of what matters, you have to come to terms with the fact that many feelings will coexist at once in your quest and your fulfillment of doing more that matters. Like just doing more, like the end game or the end result of doing more that matters is not a perfect life. It is not all rainbows and unicorns. It is not a complete avoidance of suffering or pain or fear. It is the fact that it is a continuous journey and acknowledgement that those two things will coexist. And some days the knob will get turned up or down on one or the other. And so I think like maybe the reason we were supposed to have like this like tough 36 hours together and then have this conversation is because I think we're, I think we're supposed to be like challenging everybody that's listening here to like sit with those Mm. big feelings before they start before all of us start to do more of what matters. And I think it's like you and I were talking before we hit record, like it's even more acute this time of year. I think for me, some of it is like, you know, we live on a working ranch and there's like a transition like through fall work. And, you know, there's like this vacuous space that exists on the back end of it and it's going to be cold and dark. And like, I can't tell you how many times I like stare at like, I shouldn't even admit this. When the sun goes down, like I've got it like as a widget on my iPhone. <laughs> like I like religiously check that. I'm like, I check like the weather app like six times a day for like the next 45 days. Cause I just know like, it's just, there's this vacuum that's going to exist. And so like, okay, there's like that whole element of the shift in the seasons, but then there's also this like whole element of the holidays itself too. And how difficult it is for many of us to get through the holidays. Which Thea, like you, you have thought that through way more than me. I just, I'm not. <laughs> that's like, I'm like, all right, 
I'm putting on my seatbelt. I am so deep in the dark, cozy holiday season. Like, like the dark, I am digging this year. And like, I don't know why, but I'm like, let the sun go down. And I will agree. I mean, I'm not like in some sort of like rainbow unicorn space, but um, I am all about this dark season. And I don't know why. It was something, I think that somehow my soul is just craving it because we're like definitely not a unicorn family where my kids are like, yeah, let's snuggle on the couch for six hours in the dark, right? <laughs> like that would, if that aligned, I, that, have you seen that meme that's like every night at midnight, I look at my clock and see it's only 630 or something like that. <laughs> I, I totally feel that as well, but I've just been craving this like one, I want the joy of the, I want joy and presence in the holiday season. Like I feel because I'm just craving that. And it's probably because of exactly what led me to having just a breakdown today is that I have very intentionally cut things out of my life. Like I am down to, when we talk about minimalism, like I'm down to minimalism in the things that I do and do, but I've still am feeling like today was super frenetic. And as the kids get older and we have things growing in my business with our, with our horses, with, you know, the things that we're doing, like it's time to step it up. And I think there's a part of me that's like fighting against that because this feels safe. It was really hard to like, I mean, I just started like machete chopping things out of my life like the things, the the activities and things. And I got to a place where it felt safe. And now we do need to have like add some things in. And there's a piece of me that's like not jamming with that at all. And I think that's why I've just been looking at this holiday season being like, I want to be super present. I want to have joy. I just like, I want to sit in the dark. I want to like eat early. I want to do all of the things. I don't know. I think you're onto something here. So I've been thinking a lot about this as like a person that tends, like, I'm totally an empath, very sensitive, but I'm very left brain. Like, give me a spreadsheet, please. <laughs> like, I will, I will build an algorithm. Like, that is me. But it's so easy to think that you can arrive at a solution and that it's a finite solution. Um, and again, I think a lot of times, I hope I'm not over stereo, like stereotyping here, but as women, and I think particularly as mothers, but yeah, women too that we are fixers, like we want a solution all the time. And so like this concept of doing more of doing more of what matters, like so many times we're like, all right, this is my end state. This is where I'm going to end up. And this is what I want to accomplish. And it looks like some beautiful schedule or some ease in your life or some pretty picture on Instagram, whatever it is, this like rainbows and unicorns thing. <laughs> Which I like, why am I dissing on rainbows and unicorns? Those are like two of my favorite things. I'm not dissing on them, okay? But (laughs) um, I think it's critical that you hold that in your mind, but you understand that it's a moving target. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so maybe you're onto something here about this season in your life, like this fact that you feel called to be present and to, like, I'm feeling called to be more still. Like, that definitely aligns with like the holidays and with, um, the season change. Um, but I think it also aligns with the fact that like, maybe we're being called to reevaluate in this season of our life too. Like maybe we should be looking at where that intersection of like the joy and the suffering is and thinking about where we want all of this to balance, like how we want to feel at the end of the day. 
not necessarily what the outcome is, but like the actual feeling itself. I love that. So of course, you know, you're speaking my language, but (laughs) when I'm talking about like what, like do more of what matters, I feel like the woman that we're talking to, like if you're listening, you're probably going to be like, yes, we get this, but it's what matters, right? And that's what's at the intersection of the joy and the hard is what matters because it's not going to give you that much joy and it's not going to give you that much challenge if it didn't truly matter to you. If it didn't truly matter and it matters and you decide, like we will have another conversation about this. We've talked about the what matters, about how we set what matters and how we define that because that's its own conversation I think is so important. But maybe this is like just because, like you said, it's a moving target. And I think that's even something that I mentioned in the trailer for Cowgirls Over Coffee for the podcast is because what we want to talk about is there isn't an answer. There's not an answer. You're not going to read a book and you're going to um, spark joy and get your house in order and everything's going to be fine. Or you're going to find the perfect relationship or you're going to, you know, be a gentle parent all of those things are a process. And like, we're just like, and I love that. I actually love that. I think the hardest thing for me when I'm looking at a goal or objective is like, there is like this, it feels like a waiting period, right? Like you do the thing and then the goal appears or the outcome appears. And that's not it. When I finally shifted and it took me like the first, what, 30 years of my life to figure out that I don't even care. Like I used to think I was a goal, like a goal achiever person. I'm not freaking love the process. I love (laughs) the work. Like I love it. And of course I want, I want to have good product from that. Like I want outcomes, you know, I want great relationships. I want money. I want to be able to do things. I want to have the days that I really love, but I love getting in that. And that's where like the meat of what matters is happening. And, oh, you know, the other thing is it's okay. Like, this sounds super obvious and as much I hate so many of these memes that are like meant to encourage and equip women because I feel like they just don't like they're a disservice. Like we just need to do a better job. But at the same time, like it is okay to cry to your best friend because your day was really hard. And honestly, there's nothing I would change about my day. I wish it wasn't so stinking hard. Dang. Like it was so hard and not for any particular reason, not because anyone did me wrong or any, my kids were bad because they weren't, everybody's, you know, tired. I think everybody, I think the whole world is freaking exhausted. That's another thing, but that's part of it, right? That's part of the process. And then you, you know what you do? You don't get a bad attitude, I guess, which not to be, not to be a Pollyanna about it, but don't just get a bad attitude about it. Be like, okay, why did I have the reaction I had? Like, why is it just tears? And it's like, I'm shouldering too much. I'm shouldering too much. How do I, and that doesn't necessarily just mean tasks either. Like it's emotional weight that you're carrying. It's relational weights that you're carrying. It's responsibilities that you're carrying. So how do we like process those? Because I also think that those things are like, I kind of feel like they're big and cumbersome, but once we process them, it's like grinding wheat, if you will, we can get it down to flour and it's easier to carry, but we have to process it. Yeah. I think it's so important that you just like, if you have any takeaway, maybe from this conversation, it's that big feelings can go exist on opposite ends of the spectrum, but you must sit with them. Oh. Like you, and it's, it's a scary place 
most of the time to sit with them. And if you're really truly in quest of like self-evolution and self-discovery, you make that a priority in a consistent and uh, rhythmic way in your life. Take it and take advantage of the dark nights uh, when the sun sets at 4.38 p.m. <laughs> Not that I just looked at my it's, iPhone it's again. Shocking. Only for a few more weeks, right? We've only got a few more weeks of it getting yes. shorter. Yes. So there is light at the end of the tunnel, literally. <laughs> but I think that really comes back to as well, like what matters, right? What matters? We always joke because we've talked a lot. One of my personal like gremlins in my business with Cowgirls Over Coffee is like effectively communicating what I want the outcome to be from Cowgirls Over Coffee for you, the listener. Okay. Like, and it really, again, it sounds so, oh, like not even audacious. Like it almost sounds silly in that, like, I want you to live your best life, but you've got to know what that is first. And also you have to know your best life is going to be hard and it's all a process. And that's this juxtaposition of the emotions happening simultaneously. And I said this on my Instagram, I finally figured out that things don't get easier, but they get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that comes from the process. It like it takes so much work, but it's not hard. It's hard work, yes, but like it's so fulfilling. Like when you're doing this work and that, and I don't just mean like the self-work and the journaling and all that kind of stuff, but when you're taking time to plan, when you're taking the time to make sure that you have your home in a state that is supportive to you and you have processes in place and you have help that you need and you have a community that of friends that you can rely on, like all of that stuff is part of the process and it's like messy and complicated. And that is why I don't have a good answer for what Cowgirls Over Coffee is all about. <laughs> and it's and it's individual and you must own it. And it's constantly evolving for each person oh. as it should because we are human. Right. <sighs> thanks for talking to me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for talking to me. And thanks for everybody who stayed this long to listen. <laughs> I, know. I have no idea. Like this was a, a bit of a ramble, but I hope you have something that you took away from it. Actually, what I want from you as you're listening, you had to, something had to have come up for you. Like something have had to have pinged. I would think like maybe I'm crazy, but if it did, please screenshot this and tag cowgirls over coffee and let us know, because this is a wild, like this is a wild experiment in a podcast episode and not how either Meg or I like to do things. Like, honestly, we're like, oh my gosh, this is so true. It's like the antithesis of Megan. (laughs) We have a specific mix of conversations that we want to intentionally have with you so that we're providing the most value at all times. This is not. Welcome to our mess. Yes. (laughs) Welcome to the kitchen. Here's a hot cup of joe. It feels good. Like, this feels good because we were like, I am so glad that we just were like, let's do something. Like, let's just talk about it. Because I think that we probably need more of that. I don't, I was just going to say, I don't think anyone's trying to intentionally misrepresent themselves like in social media, but obviously I've learned that. But for the most part, can we just agree that like most decent people aren't? <laughs> yes. Yes. And so I hope that you, well, I know if you're listening, you're among the most decent people who are not posting crap on Instagram that's not true or is leading to people to believe other things aren't true. I hope because of that, 
you see this as a real moment and hopefully it helped you see something or think of something differently or it sparks a conversation between you and your friend. Preach. I love it. Well, I guess we should just call it a day then. Yeah. Let's go get cozy on the couch with our kids that are going to have a baby. (laughs) Oh yeah. Or maybe that too. I'm so excited. Like I've like, I'm just excited. I, I have never been this excited about someone else's baby. Aww. I just am excited. I don't know if it's because it's a girl and I never get excited about girls. And for some reason I'm really excited about this girl. I don't know. She's going to be you. special. I think she's okay. going to be special. <laughs> All right, you guys. Yeah, we'll no. see on the flip side. Right. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. If you had any aha moments or some questions came up, please hit us up in your Instagram stories. Just take a screenshot, share that, tag us at Cowgirls Over Coffee, and let's keep this conversation going. Otherwise, we'll see you back here next week. And just thank you again. Go out and make it the best week ever.